0: This meeting is being recorded, by the way. I don't know if Zoom alerted you. Thanks, Zoom. You're welcome. Do you think that's a real... Like, do you think that's an AI doing the voice? Or do you think there's someone out there whose job is to sit there and record, like, these lines into a microphone?
1: No, I think that's AI.
0: Because I know Siri started as a woman. Really? Like, it's it's a real woman's voice that they've then like, bastardized to say all these different things that she says now. I don't think... Mrs. Sirius sits down and records all serious dialogue now, but at the beginning it was like an actual woman. A real woman. A real woman who lives inside your phone and just sort of talked to you through it. She's really little.
1: I don't know where to take this bit. I gotta, I gotta warm up a little bit.
0: You're listening to Ketchup Cast, the podcast where, believe it or not, we do not discuss condiments. How's your week Ben? Uh, okay, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Just been working and fighting off bugs and, you know, just living. What about you?
1: Is it weird not doing your usual summer thing and feeling that it's summertime?
0: Yeah, this is, we're launching right into full-on discussions. Skipping the bits, going right for the deep stuff. Yeah, it's very bizarre. I feel like, you know, our lives thus far have been very, like, structured in that school happens most of the months. But as soon as it's May or June, it's free time or, or yeah. different time. There's a, there's a threshold. And, and to be doing the same thing that I was doing before summer and the same thing I'll be doing after summer all summer has sort of eliminated that feeling of summer for me. Like it's just, I'm just living life. Yeah. I haven't done anything summery in summery. What about you? Do you, you, I assume you feel the same way?
1: Yeah, I feel that a bit. Um, wow, the leaves on that maple tree are starting to turn. That's insane. There's a tree
0: right uh, across the lot from me that is also starting to turn. That's wild. Anyways,
1: uh, sorry, I just got distracted by that, thinking about summer and seeing those leaves. But yeah, I definitely feel that. It doesn't feel as summery. But I also do miss what I used to do, um, being a canoeing guide. But I also know that it was time for me to move on from that. I wasn't learning anything more from that. Um, I have spent a fair amount of time in a canoe this summer, although usually on always on day trips which is okay I want for more but uh that's kind of holding back the feeling of missing out on my usual canoeing because now I have a canoe and I can go out when I'm not working anytime I want which is sweet but other than that I do feel yeah like summer is is weird
0: it like it's we're gonna instantly show how bad I am at editing it is early August when we're recording this how like It That blows my mind. The the whole year has been like that, but to have summer be closing up. Do you think time just moves differently
1: when you're an adult because your life isn't segmented as much?
0: I think it's impossible to tell. I'm sure it does, but we're also living through this weird, like, nebulous... I'm trying to not say the word pandemic, but the pandemic has completely destroyed any perception of the regular flow of time that I had. So, like, it's hard to tell if this is how it always is or if it's being fueled by the unknown unendingness of this pandemic.
1: Yeah, but we're we're budding adults with year-round big boy jobs, you know. There's no segmentation of our life of oh, next semester and then oh, next semester. That's that's
0: what's really messing me up is there is no next semester. Yeah. It's just more of the same. And that's never been something I've experienced and you've experienced and now we're just doing it.
1: I don't know if I talked about this before, but I'm kind of realizing that this is the Longest I've kind of been stationary or at least lived in one place besides when I was, you know, in high school. Because I would always live somewhere different during the summer and then go to college for a semester and then do a field semester and then go to college for two semesters and then do a different summer thing. So I've always been on the move and this is the first time I've been stationary for a bit and uh, it feels different.
0: It's very strange, budding adulthood, sort of trying to figure out what. It means to be an adult, and obviously adult is a wishy-washy term for a wishy-washy amount of years, but they're trying to figure out, like, our place in the world, and also pay bills, and pay rent, and, like, make relationships with new people, and, you know, define the the rest of our lives. Not that we have to in our 20s, but sort of find a place. It's just, it's a lot. yeah, And... School and college and stuff kind of prepares you, but I feel like a lot of it, and and we also had the rug pulled out from under us, but I feel like so much of this is just you got to figure it out. Yeah. You can get all the prep you need, but you're not going to know until you're out there and we're out there. Yeah. But that, that lack of segmentation, you know, my parents were are are still both teachers. They had that segmentation. So summers were always like the whole family was off and then it was, you know, I wasn't at school or I was at camp. Right. I've worked every week, all summer. And the only difference is that I've been doing daycare outside rather than inside. That's the only difference.
1: Yeah. My government job changes a little bit because the summer, working for the CIA, but uh, not not a whole lot. So it was kind of weird.
0: Time is passing, but it doesn't feel like it. That's, I guess, the best way to sum it up, at least with the sort of how I'm experiencing it.
1: Recently, this, actually this past week, I've kind of had a bit of a breakthrough, and I don't want to spoil it too much. Um, and maybe I'll talk to you off the mic about it, but about some life plans and what I want to do in the next year and w- where I want to go in my life. And kind of just like, it, it made me feel really good to have a plan for what's coming next instead of just like, wow, I hope I figure out that in a year from now. Now I'm like, okay, here's my goal. This is what I want to do. I can start planning for it now. And I think that's really important. Uh, I, uh, I don't want to lose sight of that. And also, it's nice because we're young and we can have the freedom. We don't have a family to try to leave and escape from and start a new family or change your name and move to somewhere unknown. Anyways, um, we can do all those things without guilt now is what I'm saying. Uh, (laughs) You can. I, I have a cat. Oh, you and can take a cat along. Come on. Not,
0: not for some of the things I want to do. Like I, I wanted to go up to camp for the summer. I, I couldn't bring my cat up there. I can't. I'm not going to go backpacking with my cat. I'm not going to do the Appalachian Trail or the Long Trail. why or... so
1: I should get a dog.
0: I'm not a dog person. Now I've, I've angered half our audience statistically. Uh, You're not, so... not
1: a dog person. You. Don't I'm not, not a dog
0: person. I just don't think I'd want to have a dog. I like hanging out with them. I just don't want to own one.
1: I think it's also responsible of you to know that, you. Can't care for a dog?
0: I could care for a dog.
1: Not not that you can't care for a dog. You can definitely care for a dog. But your lifestyle, I don't know. I know that I couldn't responsibly take care of a dog, even though I am probably a dog person. You grew up
0: with cats. I
1: think secretly I'm a dog person. Fair enough. I'm a cat person too. Cats are fine. But like, if I had to choose in my adult life whether to get a dog or a cat, I'd get a dog.
0: Well, it's a different kind of relationship with each animal. Exactly. A dog, you know, a dog's always going to be psyched to see you. A dog is exuberant. Cats are too, but not all the time. And this, is, this isn't this is groundbreaking. Everyone is, who's ever met dogs and cats has said this about dogs and cats. But, like, Pippin and, P- and I are chill. We hang out all the time. Casual. Casual. But because I have this cat, I feel like I've sort of tied myself down. Not completely. I, I could move places with this cat. Mm-hmm. but I can't go on these grand adventures because he's if he was chiller and less of a scaredy cat no pun intended and no offense uh, have
1: somebody watch your cat for a bit
0: I so I he the only person he trusts is me like he was he didn't let me pet him for almost a week before I had him mm-hmm. He he's very skittish clearly something bad happened to him at some point but it took him a while to warm up to me he, he and I are like super tight now. But if there's anyone else in the apartment, he won't come out, he won't eat. He, that's starting to change, but it took a while. So I don't necessarily feel comfortable leaving him with someone yet. Yeah. So maybe in a year from now, that would change. And I could leave him with, you know, my parents, or maybe I'll make some friends, who knows. But right now, I don't trust that he would be okay with me gone for a long period of time.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I I sort of accepted that I was going to be tied down here for the summer and for the you know, next year now now that I've renewed my lease officially. But it's just very strange. You talked about sort of missing out on your your canoe trips over the summer. I follow, and maybe this was my own fault, I follow my camp that I used to work at on social media, and they post pictures every day. And sort of this reminder of, like, look what you could be doing. You could be doing all these goofy things. There was a pie-eating contest that I missed. I'd be great at a pie-eating contest. I have no shame. Uh, And I like seeing my friends there. But I knew what I was getting into. I got a cat. I've, you know, it's sort of... Not to inflate it, but it's I've taken on this sort of fatherly role to this cat. I can't just ditch him and go off to the Adirondacks for a summer.
1: I think that's a romantic idea to think. They're like, oh, it'd be so cool to work at camp again. But I also know that deep down, part of me would be like, dang, there's so much more out there. I would feel stuck if I went back and being like, wow, doing this for the seventh, eighth, ninth summer. I forget what it is. Um it'd be totally fun and cool. And, and I'd be like, feel really good about it. But it would also be like, hmm, when am I actually going to start adulthood? Right? Like, like, when am I going to go get that big boy a job? And now that I have it, I feel great about it. And secure. And um, it's tough and all that. But I think it's romantic to go back and think, oh, man, great time. That'd be easy. Well, I think that is what it is,
0: is it would be easy and it's something familiar. And that's an easy thing to fall back on because that's all a lot of nostalgia is, right? Is this easier time where things were not as complicated and you just want to fall back onto that. But that's not how you grow. You grow by pushing forward. Although I feel like I'm stagnating at the moment, but that's also part of growth is recognizing that stagnation sometimes.
1: It's good to leave a place before you get to the point that you hate it too much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like It'd be a bad sign if we are both like, oh, camp. I couldn't spend another day
0: there, you know? I don't think we'll ever get there.
1: But we both have this deep nostalgia for it.
0: But no, I think you're right. It's it's a mature thing to be able to say, I've I've learned and done all that I can at this place. I'm ready for the next step. Mm-hmm. That's a grown-up thing to do. Yeah. We're grown-ups. We're big boys.
1: I feel my growth has, has also uh, plateaued a bit, like I alluded to, thinking about what comes next and where to go but uh yeah but still slow growth i'd say a general sloping upward but definitely at a slower pace than it was six months ago
0: that's how it is sometimes you know we've we've both sort of settled into a pattern in our lives yeah when you any any sort of settling in in a stream you know things settle they're still moving but they're slower they're they're chilling that's sort of what Mm -hmm. we're doing oh yeah that's a deep metaphor for you on this monday evening
1: this is a monday evening um, I got my little Caesars pizza right here. Sun's going down-ish. You know, it's a Monday evening. Just relax and back out into the, uh,
0: the field tomorrow, right? Into the woods as the play goes. The that musical. was the first musical I was ever in. I played a tree. The costume was a big brown piece of felt that was sewn together at the top that I then draped over my body. So it was a bit, literally just a piece of felt on my body with, like, some fake vines around the face hole and then some genuine sticks broken off of trees, glued to the the felt. It was. Stylish. I think that was
1: the only high school play that I actually went to go see. That's a
0: shame because it was not one of the best. Beauty and the Beast is the best, but that's because it was my best role.
1: Okay, I know you already have a whole bunch of bleeping to go over for our last podcast, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make you some more work right here. Good, because I don't have
0: enough of it to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and talk about a story that I totally forgot up until now, which I think is hilarious. So. It was a high school play. I don't remember which one it was. It's definitely a high school play. You know how they would show the high school play, like, and as part of one of your classes, you'd, like, go down there and watch an audition? No, I
0: I don't, because I was always in it.
1: You are always in it. But they would, like, there'd be, like, a school assembly,
0: and you'd go... I believe you. I just... I never left class to do it. I left class to be in it, probably. I don't know. High school was eight years ago.
1: Yeah, it was a while ago. So I always felt satisfied about, like, oh, I don't need to go see the play. But then... This girl I had interest in.
0: I know the girl. You don't even have to name her. I know the girl because I know what girls were involved with musical.
1: No. Oh, well, two two things. One, I joined stage crew for like three days. I remember. Was stage crew. And I was like, oh, this would be a great way to, to hang out with her and like, you know, get the in here. And um, it was weird and awkward and like that didn't last very long. Uh, Yeah.
0: She was on stage crew. Actually, I don't know that I know what girl this is. I probably um, do. It's just been a while. I
1: definitely do. Who was on But stage then, crew? okay, her cousin, who lived in a small town, so her cousin was the lead in one of the plays, and she went to go see the play, and I don't remember if, if oh, I think she had an extra ticket or something and invited me along. By that point, we were like, kind of not really a thing.
0: What play? See,
1: that's what I can't figure out, and I think you can help me. That's your part of the story. Who,
0: who was it? We'll bleep the name out. Who who was the lead? Uh,
1: the lead was... <laughs> and the girl was...
0: Was never the lead. It, it was... I know. Yeah. It was never the lead in any of the shows. She was a backup dancer. That is demeaning to her role. She was a wonderful dancer <laughs> and a wonderful cast member, but she was never the lead.
1: Maybe she, maybe she, was, like she a, was in like it. A higher role
0: than... She was one of the know. featured dancers in 42nd Street, I think. Mm. She was in all of them.
1: I know that. That's why it's so hard for me to play So there was
0: Into the Woods, Forty Second Street, Beauty and the Beast, and Mary Poppins, and she was a featured dancer in many of those.
1: Uh, it was either Mary Poppins or oh, I know how we can figure this out.
0: Uh, I wasn't in Mary Poppins, so
1: oh, but that would have been my senior. Mary Poppins it was Mary Poppins. Yeah, that's what I thought.
0: Yeah, I was in Mary Poppins, but it was really bad for my mental health because my ex was one of the leads and like turns out being around people who are negative to your mental health is bad for your mental health who'd have thunk so i quit that went over to another high school in another town and did their musical and was one of the leads in that show so
1: i went to go see that one that was cool That, was, that
0: was, I, so I enjoyed fun. that was fun i I was a celebrity in that town because that that particular town there were 70 people in the graduating class and they all knew everything about everyone so when a new boy from the big city came in i yeah. was hot shit People at their prom because I went to their prom. People at their prom wanted to take pictures with me, strangers, but they knew who I was. It was weird. This weird slice of celebrity.
1: Do you mind diving down that rabbit hole for a second? Let's
0: dive down this rabbit hole. I'll ble- <laughs> I got the Charlie Brown tr- trombones. Like fifteen seconds of it, I can splice it up. Nice. Um, because you ended up taking that girl to our prom. No, I went to her prom and I took her to our post prom.
1: Oh, that's why I remember you and her in a prom situation.
0: Yeah. A lot of layers to this. Because our proms were the same night. It was a high school musical situation where the decathlon and (laughs) the the basketball game were the same. Both proms were the same. And there was no one I disliked at her prom, so I went to her prom. Also, you know, I was a celebrity there. But then I brought her to our post-prom because I wanted to rub it in everyone's faces who was mean to me in high school.
1: What year? Was that junior or senior?
0: Senior. I didn't go to prom junior year. And honestly, prom's overrated. That's my hot take of the night. Prom is overrated. It's a lot of money for a subpar dance. Why are the tickets that expensive?
1: I feel you, man. I agree. But also, I know that it's not for the dudes.
0: No, it's not for the dudes. Absolutely not. It's for the girls to get dressed up and the boys to be in the photos.
1: So whatever. But uh, did I see you at that post-prom? Because I don't think I went to my senior year post-prom.
0: Then no, you didn't.
1: But I remember seeing you and her in a prom situation.
0: Maybe you saw photos. I don't know. We did take some good photos. I have them somewhere. I deleted them off my laptop, but I think they're on Facebook or something.
1: Was there, like, a post-post-prom situation? Did we, like, hang out as friends?
0: No, because post-prom ended at, like, 4 a.m. Yeah. So we wouldn't have hung out afterward. They did that
1: thing where they take all the the kids, and, you know, after the prom, they go back to the high school. You get breathalyzed before you walk in, and then you're, like, locked in there. Yeah. Like, you can't leave, and there's no alcohol. But there's fun games and stuff, and they give away prizes. And...
0: They had a raffle. There was a hypnotist. This is the first hypnotist show I ever saw. Not the only show I ever saw. I saw one in college, and then I was in a couple at camp. I've been hypnotized before. I don't know if you've ever been hypnotized. Whoa. It's wild. No, no, no. Uh, this is. I've got too strong of a will to be. Hypnotized. I thought I did too. Wait, are we gonna dive down this route? Is this just a rabbit hole episode? No, no,
1: no. I, I want to stay on the high school nostalgia for a bit. We
0: can. We'll, we'll do hypnotism at some point because I got some fun stories.
1: We'll come back around to that one. Um. Maybe, was there an after party after seeing that show?
0: I didn't see Mary Poppins.
1: No, no, after your, the show you were in
0: with that girl. You probably, there was like a meet and greet after the show out in the lobby. Did you take her to any other dances? I don't think so. Man. I don't, this was this was a long time ago. This is six years ago at this point, which is wild to think about.
1: Uh, I know. I don't know why I'm hung up on this, but... Back to the original story, so now we're coming slowly out of our story section here, back to uh, like six sets little... of
0: parentheses that we've we've added. <laughs>
1: back to little old Isaac and, and this girl he's got a crush on, and her cousin who's the main stay in the Mary Poppins. And so she had an extra ticket or something and invited me along and I came along. and she has she has a couple older siblings, and they were there which is awkward. It's like my first time meeting her family or whatever and, and doing that whole thing. But it, it was also like one of those things where it's like, this isn't really a thing. So it's not like a serious meeting your right. family. Like, I don't even remember if she introduced me as her friend or her boyfriend or just a dude. If I know this person, she probably just said, dude. Um, oh, she a hundred percent did. Oh, this is just a dude, Isaac. He, he's going to be with us. Like, right, and she had
0: like a, a smirky grin on her face. She always had a smirky grin on her face.
1: I don't know if smirky is the right Smirky's word.
0: is not the right word, but she was always like everything was tongue-in-cheek. A
1: very tongue-in-cheek person. I think that's appropriate to say. She's lovely. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: tongue-in-cheek's not a bad thing. It means they're good, like they tell jokes. I'm very I mean, tongue-in-cheek.
1: Probably, probably part of what I was attracted to. Um. Anyways, uh one of her older siblings was dating this dude, Mystery Dude. I totally forget his name. But Mystery Dude is like the sibling and Mystery Dude are older. They're, like, in their 20s, you know. And Mystery Dude is a substitute math teacher. Now, this show probably happened on a weekend, on a Saturday or a Sunday. Now, well, Monday. It, was it if
0: it, was, it was, was. It a matinee show or was it an evening show?
1: It's probably an evening show. Then it
0: was a Saturday or Friday.
1: There you go. Thank you, Mr. Uh, Theater.
0: <laughs> I haven't rattled off these facts in years. I just got to get them out. They've been sitting there waiting. I feel
1: like a matinee is a pretty – anyways. Um, pretty I wouldn't.
0: I wouldn't you know. do a date as a matinee, personally.
1: Yeah, but then you can go to dinner afterwards, and you, can, you
0: know. No, you do dinner before the show. A matinee? No, it's a evening. I'm, no, I mean you get dinner and then you go to the show in the evening. That's the way to do it.
1: Right, but if it's a matinee, it's on Sunday and it's in the afternoon.
0: Yeah too early for dinner i meant for a date for a date i would do dinner then the show cuz if you get dinner after the show you're just going to talk about the show you're not going to get to know each other
1: well that's the that's the whole thing is like do you, do you go to the movie before the dinner or the dinner after the movie
0: depend not not the first date you want to do dinner before the movie on the first date on the first date you want to talk about each other not the movie but then it's awkward and
1: you don't have anything to talk about so going to the movie means you break the ice you have a thing to talk about
0: no you you bring a list of ice remember our first episode i had a list of ice breaking questions <laughs> You bring that list. You know what? Um, what is on your bucket list? I know we <laughs> if, both just
1: swiped right on each other, but let's, if uh, if a genie granted you three wishes, let's go down this uh, this rabbit hole. Um, anyways, and Monday morning math class, that dude was my substitute teacher. Oh no! And I had just sat next to him with his uh, yeah. It was it was awkward. He he felt really awkward about that situation, and I felt really awkward about that situation. We just didn't talk about it at all and we're just kind of like huh the the people were into our sisters and now you're teaching my math class and yeah
0: there's probably an equation out of that somewhere or a word problem or something
1: yeah I don't know it was strange but then that that problem went away pretty quickly yeah it, well that just didn't go away it was just like not an issue I don't know it was, it was a strange time why did we get talking about this I don't know <laughs> That's the perks of living in a small town, I guess.
0: That's probably how we got there, talking about small towns. We've been talking about growing up and stuff. I don't know. Sometimes I underst- Sometimes I can track back the path of our rabbit holes, and when I edit this, I'm sure it'll make perfect sense. But I-, I think
1: you were talking about yourself as a tree.
0: You mentioned Into the Woods. That's how no. we got here. You mentioned Into the Woods.
1: Which was not the play. It was Mary Poppins.
0: And now we know. We've solved it.
1: As we figured it out.
0: We've dug our way out. We're back at the top. <laughs>
1: Back to the surface. Uh, came out of the rabbit hole there. Uh, wow. That was a weird trip down memory lane.
0: We've been doing that a lot lately. It'll be interesting to Our see. Our last episode was all
1: high school nostalgia, too, including the math teacher.
0: Yeah. That same math teacher we talked about last episode, this is a fun little story. I was shooting a movie that I didn't end up making, but it was a, a sci-fi film. We were shooting part of it in the high school after school one day because it, mm-hmm. it was in the study hall room. I just needed a room sort of like that, so we were shooting there. And one of the characters, the character I was playing, he had a this cool leather jacket on and mm-hmm. carried around this, like, plastic space ray gun that I got at the toy store. And we'd, we'd cleared it with the principal. Like, it was cool to have. They knew no one was in the school except teachers. But this math teacher stopped by and says, what are you doing? I said, oh, we're shooting a movie. He said, I like, I like your space gun. I said, Thank, thanks. It was, like, five bucks at the store. I said, and he said, can I see it? So I handed it to him and he takes off down the hall and <laughs> oh, no. starts firing it off at different teachers. I didn't know <laughs> what to do. What do you do in that situation? So I just oh, waited for him. He did, he did that loop around the cafeteria and he came back and handed it back. It which was, is it was wild. Anyway. Wow. So we were nostalgic last time, we're nostalgic this time and if, if our next episode which will be 50 which is pretty cool. Oh uh, dude.
1: It's going to be It's going to so be fun.
0: just a trip down memory lane Ideally, I, I'm
1: not gonna. I, I don't want to spoil it. No spoilers,
0: yeah. I it's don't know be, if that's
1: actually gonna happen, but dude, it's gonna be so much fun. It's gonna be
0: we gotta arrange a time to do things, yeah. It might not be our normal a, Monday, it might be
1: a time, yeah. I might not be eating uh, pepperoni pizza. That's, that's gonna that's throw you crazy. off
0: then, <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> off your off game. game. Maybe the, the little Caesar's pepperoni is what's making you get all nostalgic. Maybe you gotta save a slice. <laughs>
1: Yeah, kind of. Well, it's also getting ready to do a mission, mm-hmm. you know, getting geared up, and it, it makes you confront your life and think about your past, which is kind of morbid, I think, but not not morbid in, like, a death kind of way, just, like, in a reflective way. I think packing up to, to know that you're going to dive into the woods for a bit is, is definitely,
0: definitely peaks the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. I think packing, in general, creates this nostalgic vibe. Yeah. You're... you're you know, you're making decisions on what you think you'll need.
1: Yeah. There's sort of this, Which I'm pretty you're... good at at this point of right. packing the same stuff for weeks now, but it's still a, uh, still a feeling, you know, what keeps on making noise on this thing? What, who's doing what now? I hit the, the constant dings of computer
0: life. That is the problem. We like, we could escape from those. That's sort of the dream. God, I can't wait to. I've got our lists pulled up.
1: Oh yeah, dude. I totally forgot I had a list.
0: Yeah. Jeez. You have more of a list than I did. I have one item. <sighs> Well, two items, but they're, they're related. I,
1: see, I, I write this list early in the week, and I just completely forget it. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll start with the first quick one, and then I'll pass it to you. Um, I lost a hat this week.
0: That's so uh, sad. Is it, was it your your hat? Not the hat. Okay, oh, okay. I didn't lose the hat. That, that hat would stayed be...
1: securely in a dry bag to to live another day. But a good baseball cap from a place I used to guide for. And, you know, it just ended up in the water down the rapids and floated away. It was kind of silly. I wasn't even in a canoe. I was just walking along the side, scouting the rapid, tripped on a rock, and my face was literally the only thing that hit the water. And just... Poof, <laughs> and then the hat I don't mean off. to laugh.
0: That's <laughs> tragic. But yeah, the the image crazy. of just your your face just dipping in for a second is really <laughs> yeah. funny. It was like, really but, random. This, this violent baptism you've been given.
1: <laughs> it really was. Maybe a ghost wanted to baptize me. Uh, um, and John
0: Muir just crazy. shoved your face in the water. The ghost of John Muir
1: you know so i lost the hat which is kind of sad um i uh i probably can't get another one of those hats which is
0: that's that is a bummer
1: and my other hat my my winona canoe and hat is falling apart here i got a got a pin in the side of it holding it together.
0: wow
1: i gotta stitch it back together which i haven't done yet um so i'm kind of like kind of down on the hat game right now but we'll figure it out
0: i'm sorry that's that's hard yeah I've lost stuff like that. I can't think of anything specific, but I know I've lost meaningful stuff like that that's sort of one of a kind. Yeah. And knowing it's gone is a a hard feeling. I lost a mask recently. That's not... I'm sure I could get another of these masks. It had a map of the Fulton chain on it.
1: Oh, wow. And I liked
0: it. It was. There were a billion of them at the store, but it was the only one I had. They don't sell them online. It was one of those, you know, like when you leave a sock in the laundromat, like it just is sort of stuck in the back of the dryer. It was that kind of situation. I got home and realized it wasn't there, but...
1: Yeah, the laundromat has not taken any of my things yet,
0: which is good. Just wait. I know when you it's least expect it. Matter. Once you start to trust it.
1: That's right. That's right. You can't trust the laundromat.
0: Well, that's what the, that's what those brochures you were talking about. They're probably telling you the same thing, dude. Did, did you <laughs> bring any? I did not bring any. I didn't feel okay. Like, next next time, I'll, I'll see what
1: I can find. I didn't feel morally good, uh, taking these brochures, but the um. Coming out of my mission on on the time I come out of my mission, I go back and do my laundry and do my food shop and uh hanging out the laundromat for a bit. And there's these brochures that have been accumulating. Uh some are pro alien abduction kinda stories that the aliens are real and the government's hiding it up. Some are like pro rapture, like the end of the world's coming and you gotta repent and come to Christ and good stuff. Some are anti-abortion and pro-life and some it's just like a whole smattering of these little uh, pamphlets going on at the, the laundromat and um
0: that's a fun vibe I don't know
1: where they're coming from it's kind of like people they're like like printing out articles from clearly marginal sites and like placing them places they're not like somebody's own thoughts at least from what i kind of aroused which i think is really interesting yeah
0: there's something fascinating to that
1: laundromats are a sacred place man they really are because they're where you you wash off they're they're a, a place of transition especially for me when I come back from a trip or when I've been out on field semesters and you stop at a laundromat in a small town and do your laundry and get a resupply of food and then you head on for the day and laundromats are where you have time to think because you're stuck at the laundromat you're not at your house where you mm-hmm. putz around and do other things while you're waiting for your laundry you're like at the laundromat and so important phone calls happen at laundromats you can read you do some writing it's like it's a it's a sacred place it's really you you wash away the the dirt from one trip and get ready to move on
0: that's beautiful yeah wow you, you talked about washing off the dirt. That just reminded me of something similar, and it, this is not a story. This is just a, a a vibe I enjoy. Back when we were in Scouts and we'd go on the weekend camping trips, I loved mm. getting home and getting in the shower because we didn't shower all weekend. <laughs> yeah. And just the smell of, like, campfire smoke would fill the shower as it, like, yeah. steamed off your skin. And you'd watch the dirt and the grime and the mud from when we'd trudge through the creek or, or you know, just be rolling around in the dirt, whatever we were doing, just watch it sort of rinse off you and get the matty hair all clean. There's something really, like, rejuvenating about that that oh, yeah. just was uh, awesome. I'm a big fan. And when I worked at camp and showering, was even harder. You know, that weekly shower, really, like, that was a holy experience
1: because
0: hmm. that was it. And, of course, you'd go out yeah. and the bugs would swarm you because you smelled nice, but yeah, that's what it is sometimes.
1: It is a rejuvenating experience, for sure.
0: So what do you, what do you know about the Olympics going on right now? Uh I haven't really been following I've never really been a big Olympics guy. Sports aren't really my forte. My forte. Mm-hmm. Um sure. I think it's a cool idea. I'll just I'll just give you my philosophy on the Olympics. I think it's a cool idea, right? This global togetherness when clearly the world's not actually like that, but it's a fun show we put on every couple of years. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is it's the 2020 Olympics in 2021, which is kind of a I mean it's not a fun thing cuz you know, a global pandemic has killed millions of people worldwide. But it's so you know, sort of a fun little like, ooh, one year later. It's different. And I the the Simone Biles thing has been really interesting yeah. to sort of see these athletes prioritizing their mental health because their mental health impacts how they perform. Yeah. You know, I I didn't know that these gymnasts like if they're if their head isn't in the game that they could literally paralyze themselves or die or getting lost. I mean, I I would get lost doing any of those flips and tricks and stuff. But it's I it's really cool to see sort of. What this next generation of of athletics might look like, these people who are sort of giving their all when they can, but prioritizing themselves too. I mean, that's what what we should be doing.
1: Yeah, yeah. When I was shooting archery really seriously, and I got to meet with some Olympic archers and read some books and kind of work through a bunch of that.
0: At that level,
1: it's like 99% mental, especially with a consistency sport like archery, it's the which is in the Summer Olympics, and I'm sure gymnastics is similar, it's all muscle memory. Like, you've done the routine a thousand times before. You've shot a thousand arrows right where you need to shoot them, but it's the pressure of the game, and it's mm-hmm. being there, and the camera's on, and your opponent right next to you, and, like, in practice, you can do it. But when it comes time to the game, that's when it becomes really hard. Um, one, I'm trying to look it up here so I don't get not – some facts right um but i think the part of the reason she simone biles backed out is because of um you can't use certain mental health drugs in japan like that are like regulated differently than they are in the u.s really so if you're like not able to take what your medicine to get better and you're in a super stressful situation. That's asking for
0: trouble. So, like, if it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, not the, I, didn't you know, know, I didn't know that aspect of the story. That's really interesting.
1: I'm trying to find it so I can, like, cite a source here and not just, like...
0: Look at us citing our sources. That might be a first on this podcast. Well, uh,
1: with, with something like this, I want to make sure I right. get it right. But um, it's a possibility out there.
0: Have um, you been following the Olympics much? I, I know you've probably been in the woods for a lot of it.
1: Um, A little bit. This past week, I haven't, or I have I wasn't in the woods, so, so I've been following it a bit and kind of taking a look at things. And yeah, it was cool. I, I, I follow like the canoeing and the archery a little bit. There's canoeing in I the Olympics? Want, yeah. Oh, I, yeah like, okay, I, so
0: I've just demonstrated my complete lack of knowledge about these things. I knew archery was in them.
1: There's like canoe racing, and then there's like whitewater or slalom canoeing. Like there's a couple different categories of canoeing, which is kind of cool. Um, I don't like know any of the big names. I'm not like, like, oh, rooting for this person to win, or this is a cool story. I'm just like, oh, it's cool and really impressive what they do. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of bogus that they don't get paid all that much. And they might be famous for one week in the Olympics and win a gold and then like go home and do their regular 40 hour job. And nobody
0: knows them, you know? Like,
1: that's crazy. It's kind of wild that uh, how boom and bust the Olympics are, you know, for athletes.
0: Of all the things to like unite humanity sport I think it's really, sports like I get why it's this physical prowess thing and that sort of is always you know humanity has survived the the caveman era because we were big and could fight off saber-toothed tigers or whatever but like of all the things there's you know art certainly unites people poetry you know music all these things but to have the big world competition be the sports I think is really interesting and to have such a variety to sort of show what peak human performance looks like. So the rest of us schmucks who are, you know, sitting watching Schitt's Creek for the fifth time. Not me. I'm watching it for the first time. I think it's a great show, though. Uh, you know, we can feel bad about ourselves, but, you know, sort of look up to these these pinnacles and, and see the best of us, which is cool.
1: I don't know. At the end of the day, I would hope that the moral of the Olympics is like, like I hate to say it, but like, well, we all had fun playing together rather than
0: like good game we're gonna crush you you know i think that sort of seems to be what it is i don't think anyone's up in arms about you know people getting medals versus other people some people might be i
1: hope that that like little league spirit of like at the end of the day everybody had
0: fun that's a good way to describe it that's a really good way to describe it
1: i hope that plays into sports at the top level and i think it does there was a story of the the like long jump two guys tied for the medal instead of going again for it. They just decided to share it.
0: That's delightful.
1: <laughs> they were like, ah, oh, we'll just both take it home. <laughs> those.
0: I love that.
1: <laughs> I hope that's the case. I, you know, who knows what it's actually like, you know, behind the scenes. But what is really sad though, is the people that test positive for Corona and they have to quarantine in these like hotels and they like they have to like go into isolation and like watch their team play on the TV, like a mile away.
0: They can't do anything about it.
1: And they can't do anything about it. Like that, that sounds like it sucks.
0: Yeah, I can't even imagine.
1: All to that get much, so, all the train all so, yeah. There.
0: And then because of some, some tiny little, little germ. <laughs> yeah. It just happened to float its way into their nose.
1: Mm hmm. But yeah, that's everybody's got olympic fever you know
0: that's what i'm told better than a 101 degree fever though am i right for sure
1: what is on your list here
0: i have two things and they're related go for it so i i'm sure you've heard about the like computer parts shortage that has been plaguing our great world
1: yeah you can't buy the chips no more chips
0: can't buy the chips because of well there's several reasons I, I, i've been looking into this vaguely like i have not dug deep because i it doesn't necessarily i don't Chips are not one of my interests, unless they're potato or tortilla. But the pandemic, obviously, has made things difficult. And mm-hmm. the the trade war with China that the former president tried to get going sort of stalled that process. But what that has resulted in is the newest generation of gaming consoles, the Xbox and PlayStation, are like rare commodities. They, just, they released in November I think.
1: What about PlayStation 10 now?
0: PlayStation 11? 5 and the Xbox. So I I was always a PlayStation guy. That was just what I had. Xbox 720? Uh, well, that never came out. That was a rumor. And I think Xbox should just do that for the next one. So Xbox there's Xbox 840. We're on the Xbox Series X and Xbox oh. Series S. Not to be confused with the Xbox One X or the Xbox One S or the Xbox One
1: or the iPhone S
0: or the iPhone S or the iPhone S plus. Plus, I don't know, but okay. anyway, they' like, they're sold out everywhere because as soon as they can't, they can't make them fast enough to meet demand because the pieces are not available, and so whenever they go on sale, people like jump on them, and they sell it in minutes. There's like bots that people will buy them and try to resell them for double the price, which is a mm-hmm. shitty thing to do. like I get I get people do it, but it's just a shitty thing to do. Um, so the, the strategy. And I think I refer to it as a Hunger Games when I texted you the list. The strategy is there's these gaming industry insiders. Maybe they're tech reporters or, you know, work for these game journals. But they get like a heads up before a restock happens at Best Buy or Walmart or Target, wherever these places sell, or or even from Sony or, or Microsoft. And they'll tweet out a link and be like, hey, there's a restock happening you follow my link, I'll get a commish. That's the insider term for commission. I'm trying to be like hip, commish. Um, yeah, I'll get a commission, but you'll like you'll get a heads up because you can enable notifications on my Twitter account. As soon as the race goes live, you can click this link, add it in your cart. But then once you get it in your cart, you're not done because there's three million other people who are also trying to get this thing out of their cart. So the websites will like limit who how many people can check out at a time. So you might have it in your cart and then. Have it sold out before you can actually check out. So it's like this crazy nightmare scenario. All this to say, I'm now the proud owner of a PlayStation 5. Oh, wow. Because I did the work. There were Apparently, the, the shortage is going to last into 2023, they think, which is insane. Damn. Because it came out in 2020. Um, but I followed one of those accounts, and they tweeted out the night before. They said, hey, I heard a rumor. So watch this space. And they're always on Fridays while I'm at work, these restocks. But this one was supposed to be at 7 in the morning, or between 7 and 8. And it was Target. And so I followed this account. And I woke up in the morning and decided I was just going to see what happened. So I opened up Twitter on my laptop. So as soon as the notification came through, I could click it on my laptop. And I went and I had breakfast, coffee, and Pop-Tarts. I'm really living a lush life here. Uh, But just as I was finishing up, I had to go brush my teeth and get ready to go to work. My phone pings and there's a notification PlayStation restock. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to try this.
1: Were you late to work because of this?
0: No, that's the crazy thing. Th- and this wow. launches into my next thing, which I believe I called suspiciously good day on the list. So this <laughs> is one big story, one overarching plot line.
1: Okay, okay. I'm in it.
0: I did spoil the ending, but that's okay. So I, I click this link. On, I open up my laptop. I log in, click the link on Twitter. It takes me to Target's website. It's the first time I've ever seen a PlayStation 5 in stock page. Wow. I <laughs> add it to my cart. Add my information because it saved it to my laptop, which is probably a security risk, but it helped me in this case. You have to pick it up in-store, which is like a thing to sort of discourage scalpers, I guess. Sure. Because you have to be one per customer. But I got it in my cart. I hit checkout, confirm order. It buffers, and then a little notification pokes up and says we're only letting people check out a few at a time. Keep trying. I haven't brushed my teeth yet. I am going to be late for work if I don't start brushing my teeth. So I'm in front of my laptop brushing my teeth. Clicking nice. the submit order over and over and over again, again, really, I didn't need to do this, but it just it coincided. That was, and then I went through my first time going into this Hunger Games lottery kind of thing, and it worked. So I, it was, I had to pick it up in person. Luckily, I there's a Target right where, near where I live, so I was all excited. Like this is amazing. Very few people have this. I got one by luck. I'm gonna play it. There you go, man. So I go to work, and I'm gonna be late. So I'm already trying to think of like what sob story I'm going to do. Because that's my secret. Because I walk to work and it's two miles and they know I walk two miles. So if I act like, if I'm really tired when I walk in, if it's a couple minutes late. A little sweatier than usual. They know I walk. They'll usually like let it slide. So I'm trying to work up a sweat, trying to get all flustered. Uh, the sidewalk's about to end. So there's a, a section of the road that is just in the road. There's no sidewalk, which sucks. So I'm getting to that part and I hear a honk behind me. And a coworker just happened to be driving by at that exact moment pick me up in her car. I get to work 15 minutes early now. So I can go for a little stroll around the block. I sort of wake up, spend some time just chilling before I get to work, which is nice. Usually I, I rush there and I have to just launch into it. This is a Friday, by the way. So like the weekend is looming. I'm excited to have a break. And then I walk in to clock in It's sitting next to the the like sign in iPad, big table full of donuts and bagels and coffee. Wow. Cause it was some kid's last day and he'd been in the program since he was born So his family was like, thank you to the teachers for all your hard work. Here's free breakfast. So I poured myself a little cup of coffee, got a nice sour cream glazed donut, which is the best donut. I'm not going to hear arguments on this. I think a sour cream glaze is is the ideal donut. Uh, I'll I'll listen to your opinion on this when I finish this story, because I'm sure you have a different opinion, which is fine. Donuts are great. (laughs) And I I go about my day. Bunch of kids are absent, so it's like a smaller amount of children to deal with. It's great. Uh, And I get to go... My my kids lost their nap time because they're doing day camp. So they're awake all day, which means I lose three hours in the middle of the day where I can just sort of hang out and not work, which is my favorite kind of work is not working. But they, because they were short staffed, they had me go over to another room that did have nap time and I got there at lunchtime. So I was helping the kids, I was helping the teachers set up lunch and there was some extra food, pancakes. So I got free pancakes out of this. Wow. So I had to eat those free pancakes, got to hang out during nap time for a little bit and then mid nap time. My boss knocks on the door and says, Hey, I have a question. I go, like, oh, no. She says, so this kid's mom, another kid whose last day it was, to thank the teachers, they bought pizza for the whole staff, so do you want pepperoni or cheese?
1: <laughs> Dang, man. So
0: I got free. I got a couple slices of free pizza, which is, I've already eaten more than I eat in a whole day at this point. I normally don't eat much at all, which is probably why I, I feel tired all the time. We're not going to get into that. So I, like the rest of the day goes great. None of the kids are really misbehaving. It's just a fun day. The, they're, like, no one's overbearing, and there's some staff who can be very overbearing, which is fine, whatever. But, like, it's just a good day. Nothing goes wrong. And I'm walking home to go to Target to pick up this PlayStation, and I see something on the sidewalk in front of me, a little green piece of paper.
1: A $20 bill. It's a $20 bill! No way!
0: <laughs> like, one of the big bills, like, of all the single bills Life. you could find, that is one of the better ones that's insane so I see this and I'm starting to think I'm getting punked by like the universe because there's no way that this amount of good stuff so I get to Target and I start to worry like okay somehow something go- went wrong with this PlayStation yeah like it, they said I got it but there wasn't actually enough stock it was a, a miss thing on the website like there's no way but I got it and I walked home like it was not a big deal and then it was a great night there were a bunch of games on sale on the PlayStation store that I wanted to play so I got a bunch of games on sale just a perfect night
1: Dang, man.
0: So I'm sort of waiting for the other shoe to drop at this point, (laughs) Uh, and I think it has. They just reinstated mask stuff throughout the whole YMCA and obviously Delta. So I think the universe said you had a good day. Now COVID's back.
1: Now this is a thing. Yeah. But it was just
0: like this wildly just perfect day, which I don't have. You know, normally something goes wrong, but it was just bizarre, and I'm still sort of suspicious of it. But I'm not going to look a gift PlayStation in the mouth. Dude, that sounds awesome crazy day all this to say i had a playstation 3 i got that when it came out or not when it came out but i got it sort of early in its life i played a bunch of games on playstation 3 never got a ps4 jumping right to the 5 so i missed out on all the ps4 games like all these amazing games i never got to play ps5 plays ps4 games so now i can like i've got this whole back catalog of games i'm not like a gamer i realize I i might sound like i'm a hardcore gamer i like playing video games every now and then casual but it's sort of fun to Sort of fun to have this, this sort of rare walking down the street with it. I felt very like visible, <laughs> like someone's going to fucking jump yeah, right. me or something. Only thing that happened is I passed a guy in the parking lot. I was like, oh, you must be happy to be carrying that. And I said, oh, actually it's really heavy. So <laughs> that's really fun, dude. That's awesome. I've been riding that high all weekend. That'll be a good winter, uh, winter thing. I've spent, I spent so much money though this weekend. It was payday. So I I yeah. felt okay. But it was also the rent was due.
1: <laughs> right. That's how it goes.
0: And I bought a lot of games. So I spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars this weekend. Mm. But I feel like it's, I can do that once and I've done it. See,
1: Here's the thing. Yes. Once you do it, cry once, buy once, you know, but all of that or buy a canoe for over a thousand.
0: You use that canoe all the time.
1: Right. Right. Like I think of like, dang, that was really expensive. But I also think, wait, or I could buy a new video game every couple months for 60, 70 bucks. Is that what games are still going for 60 bucks? 70
0: bucks now. The newest generation is up the price by $10, yeah. which was upped bucks, from when yeah. it used to be 50, so it's just going to
1: Right. Buy a new video game for 70 bucks every couple months, like, you know, that quickly gets yeah. gets there, you know. In under a year, you'll be broke. You'll be over 1000. So like, what's the difference there or buy a canoe cuz that's what I like to do right. and I'd spend all that money at once,
0: you know? Spending a lot of money is never ideal. But spending a lot of money on something you know you're going to get a lot of use out of and you will get your money's worth, doing that's okay. Yeah. That canoe, like, I know that canoe was one of the best purchases, if not the best purchase you've ever made. Dude, it's sweet. You fucking love that thing. I almost, I passed, I was on a bike ride this weekend, I passed a canoe for sale and I thought about just stopping by, just seeing. (laughs) I'm just looking at it. I have no way to transfer or store a canoe, but I thought about just checking it out. I don't even know how to paddle, but.
1: (laughs) I still look at canoes, which is like. Maybe not the thing I should be doing. But,
0: You're gonna build a fleet.
1: You know, I, I had this joke when I was making all those canoeing canoe paddles. I made like a canoe paddle every year since I graduated high school. And uh, and it's like, Well, it's way easier to collect can- paddles than it is to <laughs> collect canoes. And now I'm like, Hmm, maybe I should collect
0: canoes. So one for each well, paddle, can- you got an equal amount now.
1: Well, it's like bikes, you know. You got your road bike, you got your mountain bike, you got your downhill bike. The same thing with canoes, right? You got your white water bike you got your white water your white water
0: bike would be a wild thing to own
1: <laughs> white water bike you got your white water canoe you got your flat water canoe you got your racing canoe like you have all those different things tandem solo like
0: or if you're my father you just have six different road bikes because i'll have slightly different gear shifts or whatever he does
1: <laughs> well there you go same situation
0: invest in something that means a lot to you that's that's what money is for and also i guess feeding yourself and housing yourself that's pretty important, too.
1: Yeah, that's... Easy. But
0: I'd much rather get some... Like, spend a lot of money on something that I know I'll use a lot than spend a lot of money on, like, drinks and wings. Yeah. I'll do that sometimes. But, like, it, I spent... I went out a while ago. when It was probably not the best idea to go out, but it was, like, a bad day at work, and I went out with some friends. I spent 60 bucks on, like, a couple of drinks and a basket of wings. Like That was just, that was just yeah, me. Dude. Like, that adds up.
1: That's expensive, man.
0: Versus, like, a, a video game that... I'll get lots of entertainment out of, you know, I think yeah. long-term investment. Investments maybe be the wrong word, but I think money is, money is better spent. Not that we're not going to become a financial podcast. Invest in Bitcoin. Invest in Bitcoin. I don't know how Bitcoins work. Venmo gave me notification last time I signed in. Like you can do crypto on Venmo now. And it's like, I don't know what that means, but great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll
0: just keep doing money.
1: <laughs> I'll do the regular money, please.
0: It's electronic. It's kind of crypto. If by crypto, you just mean it is over the internet. Yeah. I don't know. We could probably do like one more thing on your list. I was curious about the Bo Miles thing.
1: Yes, this is one of my favorites. Because I'd heard of
0: this guy. You have? From me? No. Wait, what? From my own perusal. Oh, tell me about this experience. So, you know, we have similar interests in terms of like stuff we enjoy. Not stuff we enjoy watching, but we have similar interests in terms of things we're interested in. I guess just similar interests. So I get YouTube videos, you know, for stuff like that, like outdoorsy stuff. I got a a YouTube recommendation for one of Bo Miles' films, Running the Line. Oh, yeah, dude. uh, Which is about there's this train line. Did he grow up on it? Was that Uh, close to it? Close to it. So it was this old train line in Australia. That was no longer used, but the original, like... Dude, I'm so excited about this right now. And he, he just wanted to run the length of this this rail line from beginning to end. And it's, like, people live on it now. It's overgrown, but he wanted to run it. And it's just this film about him running along this trail and and the misadventures he has along the way. And it's, it's a great film. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I just sort of stumbled upon it and i, I haven't watched his other stuff but i was looking at his website last night because i was looking at your list it's a cool dude he's an awesome and dude. i really i like his filmmaking style i like his narrative style i like the stuff he does sort of these like shits and giggles but also meaningful adventures
1: so i have been obsessed with him for the past like probably two years now how has this
0: never come up <laughs> this is
1: awesome and like following every video he comes out with and he just came out with a book, and I got the book. So I read his book on the beach, which is pretty sweet, while I was on vacation in July, which tells kind of some of the backstory behind all those things. It talks about his earlier life, and he grew up working at a summer camp, like, very similar to the ones that we worked at, which is like, oh, so... In the U.S., too. Anyways.
0: Well, the U.S. is really the only place that has summer camps, like we do.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of a thing. That's
0: why there's so much international staff.
1: Right. So... uh yeah, dude, and he, he just has a great spirit about him. I, like, aspire to be more like Bo Miles, and he's got a, a thing where he did a um a run. Uh, man, I'm so glad you know about this person because it's hard for me to describe and talk about him for people that, like, have never seen his videos. His, his films
0: anything. are all on YouTube, his, his stuff, so like, for free, so you guys should go check it out. Just Bo Miles, look him up. Amazing. It's phenomenal stuff. I want to talk to
1: you more about his filmmaking because that's... The side that I know nothing about.
0: Well, maybe maybe before we do our next, like, regular episode, I'll watch a couple more. Because they're not long.
1: Yeah, there you
0: go. No, they're they're sweet. We do a Bo Miles special. We could get Bo Miles on the show. I, Wouldn't that be cool? Dude,
1: dude I, I would love to do that, man. That,
0: He's the sort of guest... I feel like a lot of the guests we sort of have joked about are people that one of us has a really passionate interest in i feel like he combines both of our interests in the exact perfect way oh my god he's 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 the perfect guest for this show
1: oh okay we gotta talk about this more but um he did the mile per hour where his block is one mile and what he did is he he wanted to run a marathon and so he'd he'd run at the top of every hour for 26 hours he ran the mile and then the rest of that hour like the 50 or whatever minutes that's left in that hour you would do a project or like several projects or just like make stuff happen. And then, Oh, the top of the hour comes back around. Okay. Another mile lap. And then come back and like do stuff for an hour. Super cool. Very inspiring. I want to do that at some point in my life. I'm like thinking more and more about doing it and compiling a list of things to do.
0: He's got a series. It's two, it's two episodes called the commute. I haven't watched it, but I was rating he, it, it seems like he just commutes to work in really impractical ways, like canoes to work or like, I'm really into that.
1: This is the vein of my adventure. So he, he works teaching outdoor education at a big university in Australia, and he's got like an hour long commute there, which is like, you know, a thing, you know, whatever. He takes the train and drives to the train station and then takes a train back and all that stuff. But one day he was like, I want to walk to work even though it's an hour away and it's over 50 kilometers. So he walks to work over like two days, like sleeps in the bush, like collects a menagerie of, of random trash along the highway to like clothe himself and collects enough change to like get food from the gas station to eat dinner with. Awesome stuff. And then he did one paddling waterways Um you know, connecting these series of tiny little creeks and stuff to work. And that took him like four days because he's just like dragging this kayak through like mucky streams and just like terrible, terrible stuff. Like imagine in our hometown, you know how we talk about that little creek that we'd play in? Imagine like taking the kayak down there and being like, all right, I'm going to go to Buffalo today. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the type of stuff he did, which I think is great. And his whole like stick nowadays is that he has a wife and kids, and he's bringing his adventures back down to like the neighborhood level, right? Like he used to go, he did a big trip trip in the Himalayas. He canoed halfway around Africa. He, you know, would fly over to U.S. every summer to do work for over there during the in Vermont, and you just like go far afield and have these epic adventures. But now that he has a wife and kids, he has to keep it closer right. to home find adventures in his own backyard and be really creative and inspiring about it. And so I'm kind of thinking the same thing of like, well, I can't really, I mean, I can, if I wanted to go do a big adventure abroad and, you know, we'll see, but how do I find adventure in the space that I have now? And in-
0: Absolutely. I'm, I'm sort of in the same vein. I'm trying to find that sort of spark that makes things interesting in,
1: in a contained way that I come at home at night and I sleep in the same bed and like still have a really epic day. So looking on the map and thinking about, oh, I got this canoe now. I'm really into running. Like, how do I combine these things and, like, all this kind of stuff? And I found a route that's canoeing um, in the same little pond that I usually canoe in, but now down a stream and through this stream, you know, through a little section of whitewater canoeing and then, you know, stop under where the bridge goes over and I had to park the canoe under the bridge and kind of like hide it. So it's like right next to somebody's backyard and you're not actually supposed to be canoeing there and then run on the road back to where I parked my car, like a five mile run back to the car and get the car and drive it back to the canoe. So I did this, uh, yesterday, which is why I texted you. It. And I got in a little over my head as, as any adventure. Right. That,
0: you don't want a safe adventure. You don't want a boring adventure.
1: <laughs> it can't go perfectly, oh. you know, or else it's, it's boring.
0: I really love the Lord of the Rings. Frodo just kind of walked in the mortar and chucked the ring in there. It was great.
1: Easy, you know. And I did bring a camera along, although it died, as soon as I got to the great part. Of course,
0: of course. So, so, you, I need to. If you, genuinely, we could combine our interests. You could go on an adventure like this, film this adventure, yeah. and I could edit it.
1: Dude, we've talked about this before. But we but
0: now we this. could actually make this happen. We have the time to do it.
1: I have a proposal for you after we turn the mic off. So yeah, I'll... keep it under wraps. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, the camera died right as I was getting into the good part. So, that's you're you're there to remind me to charge the batteries more before I go.
0: Bring don't even bring extra batteries.
1: Uh, I need a better camera. So, I got to talk to you about what camera to buy. And, uh, you, I
0: don't yeah. want to if we start talking cameras, we're never going to stop because there's a, there's some... We're
1: not doing this right now, but post a note for later. And so I, it felt like like I was in a Bo Miles film of just like, wow, I got in a little over my head, but this is also the adventure I asked for and I'm gonna figure it out. And in that figuring it out, I'm gonna like learn and be awesome. And it's gonna be cool. It's also super close to home. And I'm gonna get home at the end of the night and take a shower and be like, wow, that was a crazy day. So canoe on the reservoir, perfect, beautiful. Canoed there a bunch of times, dragged the boat over into the river, easy peasy done that before too canoeing down the river a couple little strainers trees going across the river to get across i've done that stuff before you know that's kind of the type of stuff we do when we're canoeing on the little river uh by our house you know Mm -hmm. and you know canoeing down the river feels good I, i went whitewater canoeing the day before with some friends so i was like pretty ready for the whitewater section and the river starts to narrow, gets tighter and tighter and like, all right, I know the white water section's coming up. Here we go. Pretty sure I can handle it. Water's pretty high, but like, here we go. First little section through some rapids. Okay. got this move, got that move. There's a lot more rocks than I thought there was going to be. So there's more to, more to dodge. I'm in a capable boat. I've got the airbags inflated. I'm like pretty secure in my white water moves. Got a good paddle. I'm like set. And then all of a sudden it gets to like this big rapid, this chute with like huge rocks on either side, down this like, it's probably a class two or three, like a class two technical or a class three. Most of what I was doing before is like a class one, maybe a class two. Come up to this class three and it's like, whoa, 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 I don't wanna do that. I I don't wanna go down there, nope. (laughs) So I eddy out, so I get to a calmer section of the river, a pool right above the rapid and I hop out, tie the canoe off, I'm like, whoa. Now, here's the problem is that there's houses on either side. This is when I felt like, like, you know, when Bo Miles runs the, the, the line and he's like the cops come and are like, so what are you doing, mate? He's like, ah, I'm running this over. Old- we just want to make sure you weren't crazy. Well, only a little bit. All right. <laughs> and there's houses on either side, but also a super steep sides to it. So it's like hard to scramble up and thick vegetation. Then you like pop up and you're like in the middle of somebody's backyard and like staring into their kitchen window.
0: It's like that's oh, never fun. Great. I got into that same scenario on a bike ride recently. It's always just sort of there's no there's no good way to do it or to get out of it. You look weird, no matter what
1: so I'm like, okay, I don't want to go down this rapid. Also, I scout the rapid and see that there's a rock in the middle of it, so I'd have to dodge that below that There's a tree, another tree that's over the river that would totally like take your head off if you if you run into it or smash the boat or something like bad situation. I'm canoeing by myself like I don't have another person here to help me if I do end up getting stuck, if I dump the boat out, like, it's a little over my head here. I wasn't expecting this to happen. So, like, scout down the river and hike down a little further, you know, keeping my PFD on so I'd, people can see me and know right. what I'm doing.
0: And also good for safety reasons.
1: Good for safety reasons, too, but also like, oh, that person must be paddling, not just like trespassing on my property. They're doing both. <laughs> doing both, technically, but for for that reason. I find the spot that, okay, this is where the rapids kind of end. There's a couple more rapids behind it. So like, okay, we'll, we'll go there, you know, that's where we're going to put the canoe in and, and keep canoeing a little trickier, but not like this huge class three drop and some trees in the way and just like insanity. So, okay, I got to get the boat around to there. So I like get the boat on my shoulders and hiking through the brush and it's getting stuck on trees and said, okay, I'm going to like, go upland above the drop and go like through people's backyards really quickly and then go down (laughs) and set the boat down (laughs) so I do that and I like hustle the boat through people's backyards and like put it where I need it to be and then go back and get my pack and come back and get back down on the river and this is like the last like quarter mile of the trip is just like this intense white water problem solving and I get Under the bridge that I know I want to take out at. I'm like, wow, that was crazy. Like, it was like three hours of calm, flat water, seeing beautiful birds just hanging out to like an (laughs) hour of just like intense, oh my God, I'm going to die going down this rapid. Now I got to carry this heavy canoe and figure this out, not get shot. Like, ah. And then get to the takeout, stash the canoe, lock it to a tree. And then I get out of the boat, change into my running gear, take my pants off, put shorts on, take my PFD off. Like, get my water bottle ready. And as soon as I start running from the canoe to get back up onto the road to then, you know, run the six or so miles back to my car, I hit stinging nettle, like, immediately. No! Like, first step. Oh my God. Boom, 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 stinging nettle all over my leg. Oh, fuck. My legs are on fire. Yeah. As I'm like running down the road, like, ah, like, what happened? Why are my legs <laughs> stinging so bad? Like, oh my God. And I eventually put it together of like, wait, the stinging starting to go away. Like it was probably stinging metal right where I put the boat. I run the six miles back to the car, start the car, drive all the way back. Now I have to like wade through the stinging. My pants are back by the boat. Oh. I don't
0: have- Yeah, so you're, your just... <laughs> legs are too.
1: So I know I have to go through it again, but now I know it's there. So I kind of spot my way through it and get down to the boat, put my pants on. It took me way longer to carry around the around the rapids than I thought it was going to take. So now it's like seven o'clock and I haven't eaten dinner yet. And I started later in the day than I thought I was going to. It was just like, wow, this day was way more adventurous than I thought it was going to be, but I'm making it home and pull into the driveway at like eight o'clock. It's like, wow, that was a wild day, but very much inspired by like what Bo Miles did with his commutes and just like finding adventure in your own backyard. And getting yourself into a situation that's like huh this is a little crazy right now but i'm gonna figure it out and uh it was a really fun day yesterday
0: i'm glad that sounds yeah. really awesome it's scary also yeah very scary but th- those are the best kinds of adventures sometimes yeah well you know isaac's one of the best things to do after a big adventure is to get in the shower
1: dude i am already typing it in
0: let all the dirt wash off let the the nettle pain soothe away thank you go. Just, just wash away Feel all the eggs. Remember that you, you did good work. Just let yourself rest and be present in this shower moment as you start to think.
1: I have a more serious one today that I, comes from Reddit. Oh, wow. We're branching out. Honestly, I found this one 30 seconds ago, but here we are. <laughs> Mark Twain's lighthearted quip that everyone talks about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. It's increasingly ominous. Oh, no.
0: Every year. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh no! Yep. I don't feel good. That's pretty dark.
1: I'll lighten it up with this one. Uncle Sam was so effective because the main thing men want is to be wanted.
0: Beautiful. There we go. Wow. Speaking of wanting, I really want you guys to leave a review and a rating on our Apple Podcasts page and anywhere else you listen to your podcast. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on iHeartRadio, You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on Bullhorn, wherever that is. We've got some listeners there, according to. We're on Castbox. We're on Castbox. For those that have an Android or whatever brand phone this is. So you, in my hand. you can listen to us on Google Podcasts or Google Play. I think that's what it's called. You're. I mean, you're listening to us. You know where we are. Uh, so leave us a review there love to hear from you you can send in a voice message we've not promoted that ever I think you can send in a voice message there's a link in the episode description Uh, you can send us an email at nocondiments at gmail.com I want you picture Uncle Sam he's pointing at at you and he says I want you to email any questions or discussion ideas to nocondiments at gmail.com it's it's a great image Uh, it's really really good if I had the work ethic to make it i probably post it on our twitter which is at Ketchupcast, spelled like the condiment but well, maybe i'll make it when usually when i edit these i'm feeling a little creative so maybe i'll make that and post it uh you can buy my book at the link in the description uh y- you can also buy it through walmart which is cool uh Whoa. or you can buy it from bookshop.org which is a website that donates uh portion of your your payment to independent bookstores it either goes to a, a pool that is split amongst all the website or the, all the bookstores on website or you can pick a specific independent bookstore Wow isaac anything you want to add no i'm I'm a simple man well said uh thank you for listening next episode tune in for our big uh five oh that's right my my uh grandparents used to have this mug they might still have it but it's it it's just a white mug and it has in blue text and it's sort of like Impact the font impact and it says I'm 50 and damn proud of it. And I always thought that mug was great because I was a child and it had a swear word on it. There we go. Uh, but we're hitting episode 50 and we're damn proud of it. So look forward to that uh, with a nice. super special guest. It's Taylor Swift. It's not Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Yeah, we yeah. got her. She's on. That's it's great. Uh, thank you for listening to Ketchup Cast. I'm Ethan. I'm Isaac. And see you next time. We gotta come up with wait, we gotta come up with like a catchphrase to end it with. Adios. Adios. Adios.